Welcome to The Living Word with Chuck Davis. Proverbs 6, 6-11, Warning to the Sluggard Go to the ant, O sluggard. Consider her ways and be wise. Without having any chief, officer, or ruler, she prepares her bread in summer and gathers her food in harvest. How long will you lie there, O sluggard? When will you arise from your sleep? A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest, and poverty will come upon you like a robber and want like an armed man. This is part of the classic wisdom declaration, uh, the sluggard. Uh, the wisdom of Solomon points to what's baked right into creation order. An ant, uh, no chief, no officer, no ruler, uh, works, uh, creates, prepares for the future. Now, in using this wisdom, we see that the, the person that uh, Solomon addresses may be still the son, though it's not identified exactly, uh, is not hopeless. This is constructive criticism. Uh, the descriptor, a little sleep, a little slumber, folding of the hands is almost uh, proverbial in contemporary English. I've heard people use this over and over. And the declaration is, how long are you going to stay in this state? Uh, the laziness that's being expressed here is not a new activity. It has become the practice of the one that's being exhorted through this proverb. Uh, laziness brings destitution. It's a self-inflicted uh, situation, like going into unnecessary debt we saw in the previous section. This isn't a, a reference to the working poor or those who are trying to get out of generational poverty. This is about people that have an opportunity and are squandering it. They're not being stewards of the opportunity. Uh, what it leads to is poverty and a sense of destitution. Uh, there are at least 12 proverbs uh, in the collection of all these chapters that challenge the slothful and sluggard approach to life. Uh, we were created to work. Uh, the initial picture of humanity is in a garden, taking the raw stuff of God, which he created out of nothing, ex nihilo, and then we work with him, we co-create with him, we work the land, we tend it, uh, we reproduce uh, out of the abundance that God has given us. And so work in itself is good. It's part of the fabric of who we are as people. We all know the danger of when work becomes worship or an idol in our lives, but certainly in this context, there's a rightful use of effort. Um, the so what is a reminder of the value of effort engagement in life. Uh, We've all heard the proverb at different times, uh, there is no such thing as a free lunch. And the things that we get in life take effort. They take engagement. Uh, even the gospel brings a response of engagement. We know that we're not saved by works, but uh, we're saved by grace, but it's a calling unto works. We're saved unto works. 
to repeat that famous phrase by Dallas uh, Willard, grace is not opposed to effort, it's opposed to merit. And all of life is a response and stewardship to the opportunity that God has put before us. Uh, the now what is to ask myself the question, where is there a slide in my life? Where am I cutting quarters? Where have I become lazy in an aspect of life where I'm not experiencing the fruitfulness that God has designed for me to have? Uh, if you're uh, in the flow of life like I am, you're probably pretty highly engaged. In fact, I'm assuming because you listen to podcasts for your own soul that you do have a good work ethic. Uh, but I still want to ask the questions of myself. Um, what areas of my life are not getting the attention and the effort that are needed? The, the uh, wisdom of Solomon is to call us into just practical declarations for everyday life. And so, Lord, we give ourselves to you. Thank you for the privilege of work. For those who have health, uh, we celebrate that health that we can use it to work. And we thank you that the prayer of the psalmist can be our prayer. Lord, establish the work of our hands, O Lord. Yes, establish the work of our hands. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.